Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. Scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. and happy Wednesday. Yesterday we saw that Jesus lived a real life, just like you and me. And today we're going to see that he values his children and also what it means to be like a child. So let's dive into Matthew chapter 18, verse 1, reading from the ESV. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So a quick pause here, my two cents as I read this. I picture the disciples coming up to Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Expecting themselves perhaps to be high on the list. As we see in other parts of scripture, they were hoping to be high members in the kingdom of heaven, to be seated on Jesus right in his left. And so I do kind of have that, that vibe, that feeling that they are hopeful that they will be some of the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. But what does Jesus do but grab a child? I love this. He grabs a child. He puts the child in the midst of his disciples and says, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And again, my two cents here, when I hear, unless you turn, to me that brings up this image of repentance. Because repentance is turning away from sin and turning toward something else. It's a full 180 flip. So unless you repent, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. When you picture a child, what do you picture? I know for me, one thing is that a child is pretty much completely or mostly dependent on their family, on their parents to provide for them. A child knows that they cannot do everything on their own. They know that they cannot handle life without the provision, protection, and support of their parents. So in the same way, we are called to humble ourselves, recognizing that we can't do it on our own. And this really spoke to my heart this week. I can't do everything on my own. I need Christ and I need the opportunities he puts into my life. And I can't expect myself to be perfect or to know everything or to be self-sufficient. Instead, I need to run to the cross, to Jesus and his provision, and be open to that provision, even if it's something that I hadn't previously planned 
for example, looking to others for coaching or help or support instead of trying to rely on yourself. And I also think humbling our hearts can go to a salvation level. Understanding that we cannot be good enough on our own. We cannot do enough on our own. So we humble ourselves, recognizing our need for a savior. And of course, Christ fills that need. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world for temptations to sin, for it is necessary that temptations come, but woe to the one by whom the temptation comes. And if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than with two hands or two feet to be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter eternal life with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into the hell of fire. So we see here that God's children are of extreme value. I know this section can seem very harsh, but when we look at it, we see that if someone tempts or causes a child of God to sin, that it would be better for them to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. That is serious. That child of God is so valuable. And again, if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. Children of God, you are so valuable. You are of more value than a hand or a foot. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. You are even more valuable than your eyes or your vision. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray... Does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than the ninety-nine that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish." Again, Jesus is showing the value of the children of God, the value of each and every person. That the Father, the shepherd, would go and search and seek for one little sheep, one little child that goes astray. 
I just love that picture. They are so valuable that if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. And he doesn't want a single one of us to go astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Children of God, you are so, so valuable. So let's humble our hearts today, taking on the mindset of children who rely on a Heavenly Father who is loving and who values us so, so highly. I'll see you tomorrow morning. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com slash give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.